Hello, everyone, and welcome to the MSUM Dragons podcast, where we believe the student-athlete experience here at MSUM is more than a game. I'm your host, John Webby Webking. This past week has those words, more than a game, in the forefront of our minds. We sat down at this time last week to celebrate Dragons March On, and the next day, everything was canceled because of the COVID-19 pandemic. And here we are today with no March Madness, no NBA, no championships, and no spring season. The loss is painful, no doubt. Why is it important to shut everything down? How do you keep up when things are changing multiple times every day? How do you lead during a crisis like this? And what does the future of Dragon Athletics look like at the end of this process? Let's get the answers to those questions right now with our very own athletic director, Doug Peters. Doug Peters, thanks for joining us today on the MSUM Dragons podcast. How you doing, man? Oh, we're all hanging in there, I think. We're in unprecedented times. Yeah, today's More Than a Game podcast is definitely on things that are more than a game. Uh, <laughs> with the COVID-19 coronavirus situation, um, you know, first of all, this is a global thing. This is something that everyone around the world is feeling. Um, and we've made some changes athletically, specifically. Um, why are we doing these things? Why are we canceling March Madness? Why, why are we doing all of these shutdowns and cancellations? Ooh, that's a great question, Webby. I think First of all, when you look at it, we have more information, more technology than we've ever had before. And as we've tracked, it's a little easier now to look back on it because it was first coming out back in December. I don't know how closely everybody in our country was tracking on it. And as we look back on it, this is ramped up. And as it's gotten here, it comes to the understanding right now is it's not necessarily COVID-19 is this massively bad thing to me it's that COVID-19 is spreading so quickly is how do we slow the spread so that it doesn't overcome our healthcare system mm -hmm. and that the people and our fellow fellow Americans who really need the healthcare are able to get to the healthcare. Yeah I think I've seen a few things uh, graphs and charts it's said you know, the peak could be incredible if we don't take these precautions and, and the, the separation and all those kind of factors. You know, it might take a little bit longer to go through some of those things, um, but in overall, our system will be more stable. Tests will be more available. Medicine will stay in stock. Supplies will stay in stock. The people working, you know, we've had to go to the doctor in the last few days, and you know, you think about their depth you know, when we think about depth of a football team or a <laughs> right. basketball team, you know, they're the team holding us all together across the country. And we need that depth to stay strong in case anything happens to any of them. So first of all, thank you to all those healthcare professionals out there who are uh, in the line of fire and, and doing their best to keep us all contained. Absolutely, that's a great analogy is we do have to keep the depth of our healthcare. We can't have them all be injured. Well, we got so sports people listening. Yeah, we so do we have sports keep, people. Gotta make that. it about sports. So uh, this all happened really fast. <laughs> and I think you, you heard of some of the examples, share some of the examples of how fast this hit 
here home at Dragon Athletics? Well, I think in 2020 hindsight, it probably really didn't hit that fast, but it got real quickly. And yeah. so we think back to last week and the conversation is amping up a little bit, but it really became real last, last Wednesday night when the NBA suspended its season. Yeah. And for me, it also speaks to the power and the influence that sport has on our society is the NCAA canceled, not canceled, they suspended their season on Wednesday night when one of their players uh, tested positively for COVID-19. And then things started to happen pretty quickly. The next day, the NCAA uh, starts to take action uh, and cancels its winter and its spring championships. And so you mm -hmm. think about that and the magnitude of that. The NCAA men's basketball tournament has run continuously for 81 years. And so it's not a light decision to pull the plug on that. And for us at home on our level, I mean, literally we had student athletes, Braden Ortloff was on the mat warming up on, on Thursday afternoon. Shai Kemp and Chris Cook, they were taking their practice runs in the high jump, getting ready. All three of those student athletes trying to get ready to win national championships. Our tennis team is competing out in California. Our golf team is in Arizona. Our softball team is in Florida and they're all competing. And all of a sudden, bang, it comes to a stop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you, you, in the moment, and in even now, it's a loss for words moment. I mean, what do you do? And the first thing that everybody in I know in in the conversations we've had, the focus is on the safety of our student athletes. Right. And so, tell me a little bit about, you know, the student athletes and you know some of the precautions that you know we've chosen to do and that are happening around the league and the NCAA um, that are impacting our student athletes here at MSUM. Right, I think the first thing that we did is, is it happens, it's trying to figure out what the next right thing is. I wish I had all the answers for how this whole mm -hmm. thing is gonna play out, but it comes down to figuring out what the next right thing is to do. And when I say right, it's right for your organization, right for, for Dragon Athletics, right for MSUM. So we started thinking about, okay, what's the end game? You know, start with the end in mind, as our good friend Chad Markson always says. So as we started with the end in mind, it was really focus and create as a priority the health, safety, and well-being of our student athlete, athletes, coaches, administrators, and fans. So when you start to be able to hone it down into that space, it pretty quickly became apparent is how do we get our, our student athletes in a safe place, a physically safe place, and so trying to get teams to come back a little bit early, determining what we do with softball, who's down in, in Florida literally playing games. I've got a day left in their spring trip and making those decisions based on the safety and the risk of health to our, to our student athletes. That, that was the first thing that we got into. And then when we figure out that step, and what we do in that place, then it's thinking about the ripple effect of putting our, our people in a safe place and the well-being side of it, mm -hmm. because that, that part is challenging. Literally, how, how and what support can we provide to our student athletes that got their, their cha national championship dreams burst? And mm -hmm. our student athletes have been working for a year to get the, into their season and, get, and their season's actually starting. So how do we, 
help them understand the magnitude of everything that's going on uh, nationally. How do we understand where they're at and how do we provide support so that we can begin to move it forward? So one thing I think that somebody on our team said is, and it's very true, is everybody lost something. And I'm just talking about Dragon Athletics. And we we lost an opportunity to compete. We lost an opportunity to work out. We got a lot. We lost an opportunity to be around our teammates and the people that we love. Mm -hmm. And so, trying to put that into perspective, help people see the the bigger picture, and then trying to point a direction of, of where we're we're going and and what the next right step is for people individually. We are at the time this podcast airs a week and a day past the initial pandemic declaration and you've been involved in emergency management meetings and and we've had daily meetings two three times a day getting together to kind of talk about all these things what have you learned about leading in a crisis about the process and maybe about yourself in the last week and a day (laughs) well you definitely get an awareness of where your mind goes first there is no doubt about that. I think about the last eight days where things have been happening at an extremely quick speed and sitting in a leadership role, uh, the, the weight of the responsibility, and it's true for all of us, we're all in leadership roles in different places, is the responsibility. It's not so much about yourself, but it's about the people you feel responsible for. So I feel responsible uh, for my family. I feel responsible for my coworkers. I feel responsible for our, our student athletes. And so just recognizing what you feel responsible for and then recognizing that you're not the only one going through it. This is a unique situation that everybody in the world is feeling in the world is feeling this right now at some level you're meant to drill down into that a little bit deeper every single athletic director in the united states is going through what i'm going through and so that brings you a little bit of peace of mind and understanding and knowing that you're you're not alone and through that if you can be vulnerable enough uh, to reach out to other people then mm-hmm. i firmly believe People want to help other people. And mm-hmm. so as I've reached out to my colleagues literally across the country and in our region and had different conversations, uh, we're all trying to help each other. We're all trying to figure it out together. They're, we're not trying to gain a competitive advantage right now. We're just trying to figure out, hey, how do we, how do we, how do we stay safe ourselves and how do we uh, thoughtfully and carefully guide the people that we're leading so that they are safe in health and in a place of well-being. So moving on from that mindset, I mean, we are competitors. We want to gain an advantage. That's just kind of in our nature as athletes and coaches and and things like that. How do you now shift um, that mindset like you just mentioned and create a project for the future that we're all working towards? What is that vision of in your mind of what you see right now, because it's all hazy, let's be honest, it's yeah. messy as we like to say sometimes. <laughs> what does that vision of the future of Dragon Athletics look like under this scope? Without minimizing the situation that, that we're in right now, I think the first step is starting to, once we understand the situation that we're in and the things we need to do right now, it's starting to look at what the opportunities are. And when I say opportunities, there are many different opportunities. I can look at it and think about all the things that I lost, 
where I can look at it and think about all the opportunities that I have, my family has, my colleagues have, my athletic department has, my university has, uh, f for the good of people. And so what are the opportunities that are there? And in some ways, from a purely athletic standpoint, our athletic administrative, uh, our athletic administration team has begun to focus on how can we support our student athletes and our coaches right mm -hmm. now. And it's difficult and it's a new way, new, new way right now. And we've taken it as an opportunity within that as we define our goal is how do we support our, our student athletes and our coaches. We can't do it the way we have in the past. We can't walk into somebody's office. We can't have a team meeting where we call everybody in and they all come in at the same time. And so part of the opportunity is how do we build on some of the existing structures and how do we gain knowledge about how to do things. I'm more mm. proficient in Zoom than I ever have been in my entire life. That's arguable. <laughs> it is arguable. You know, we start to look about some of the communication software that we're using as an administrative team and how do we reach out. And we've identified one thing we want to do is how do we meet our student athletes where they're at? Mm -hmm. And how do we get that information from them? And how do we engage with them? Which are challenges and things we've talked about prior to this pandemic is okay how do we better connect with our student athletes well now we've got in some ways an opportunity because we have some time it's that someday space we all have that list of things we're going to get to someday but we're so busy and right now we don't have games we don't have practice it is that someday mm -hmm. and really going all right hey one thing i'm learning right now is we've committed to sending daily emails to all our student athletes i know what the open rates are and I've always known what the open rates are. What I haven't had and my team hasn't had is the time to figure out, okay, how do we, how do we adjust what we're doing so we can make those open rates a little mm -hmm. bit better? When you have 250 student athletes out of 370 open an email, you, you send to them because it's the fourth email in four days, you, you've got to do something a little bit differently. And so it's the opportunity to, to try new things. I th I, I'm a fan of Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich book and one of the things that comes out of that is uh, crisis is innovation's best friend well we're certainly in a crisis and so how are we going to innovate and do things differently and so challenging our administrative team to think about how we're going to serve our student athletes and coaches differently because we can't do it the same way before has been our internal focus and as we get reconnected with our student athletes because we will be starting class on March 30th again and who knows what our athletic environment is going to look like in that space we've got to be thinking and being proactive about how we're going to serve our student athletes and that starts to give us a little bit of focus and as we have small victories along the way it gives us some momentum and as you have some of that success it starts to change your mindset a little bit and you just keep moving forward. I mean, that, that's what it is right now. How do we take the next step forward? And I think it will be okay. I, I know it. I, I heart, it's hard to say that at, in this moment. And I kind of put an analogy out there on social media of it kind of feeling like a new job. We all have new responsibilities, new tools, new policies, new environments, a little pressure, a little anxiety. And we have to kind of respond with that like we would in a new job with right. patience, with empathy, with knowing you're not going to have all the answers figured out right now. And, you know, I just want to say thanks for the late nights and 
the suffering through many, many, many Zoom meetings <laughs> um, and keeping us all together. Hey, and I learned something new about Zoom. There's a private chat thing in there, so you, you can have some side conversations while the meeting's going on. That, that's kind of fun, too, Webby. Dang it, you found out about it. <laughs> well, now I wonder what you guys were saying in our meeting yesterday. Watch out. You don't want to know. Just, just don't ask us when we smile what we're smiling about. So anyway, thank you so much for what you're doing uh, for our student-athletes. Um, and, you know, thank you for being on the podcast today. You bet my closing thoughts are this, anybody that's listening to it. Take care of yourself, wash your hands, follow the health health recommendations from the Center for Disease Control, social distancing as hard as it is, staying away from each other. You find new and innovative ways to connect with people. That's the part we're all gonna be missing the most is the opportunity to connect with people. My challenge to you is figure out how to do it in a safe, healthy way. And of course, go Dragons! Thank you, Doug, for taking the time and letting us into your mind during this unprecedented time. More than a game, this week is about those priorities more than competition, more than becoming your best, and more than just a simple answer. Let us all focus on the health and safety of those in our care, which is ourselves, our teammates, our community, and the whole world. Thank you. For listening to this week's episode of the MSUM Dragons podcast, stay home, stay safe, and of course, go Dragons. <laughs>